0: And we bless you, we honor you, and we praise you. Father, I ask that you just fill us up with your love, fill us up with your word, Father God. We want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way, physically, mentally, spiritually. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we turn to Romans 8. Hallelujah. I don't normally start with a scripture sometimes I do but in this case I think we need to just read a very short scripture. Romans 8:14 and it's a very familiar scripture. And it says for as many as are led by the spirit of God these are the sons of God. And the Lord has been speaking this to me like 2 weeks. Amen. <laughs> so we are sons and daughters. Amen. Sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. Sons and daughters. What does it mean to be a son or daughter of God? It means that you're not a servant. Now we're all servants. See, I feel you. Come back. <laughs> you're, a, you're a son or a daughter of of God, or you're in the family of God, Amen. Because when you get born again, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, Amen, Amen, sis. All things have become new. Hallelujah. The way you think, the way you act, your wants—you, you, you know—God really turns our want to be to not want to be. Amen. And you start to only desire the things of God. It t- It's a process. Amen. A lot of people, when they get first get born again, people are looking for something spectacular. Amen. Doesn't work like that all the time. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. People are saying, you know, Kanye West is not really born again. Well, give him a chance. <laughs> it takes time. Think about it, something that you've been doing all your life, and then all of a sudden you get born again, and then you, you don't des- desire it anymore. But sometimes your accuracy change starts on the inside. With anything, with healing, with um, being born again, God captures your heart. So everything concerning God starts on the inside and works its way out, so we have to give people a chance. To be who they're going to become. Amen. So as many are as led of God, they are the sons of God. So you must be led by the Spirit. You have to be led by the Spirit to be a son or a daughter of God. You may start off with rough edges. Amen. But then something happens. God starts to capture your heart. And then your, your wannabe is no more. You could really care less about having stuff. <laughs> you know, it becomes a minor thing, you know, a, a minute thing in your life. And so the the plans and the purposes of God start to become front and center, first place, take first place in your life. So when you are led by the Spirit, God is doing a divine alignment. If you can stay with me, this is how I see it. God is shifting and changing things. There's a divine alignment that starts to happen when you are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. You're in a new family. You change families. Hallelujah. Amen. You're a son. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, you're adopted into a new family because you have become a new creation. Amen. A son, not a servant, but a son that serves. Two different things. Amen. I'm a son that serves because sometimes people get the amen. Religion will tell you, well, you're a servant, and you you don't you're not worth anything. You haven't changed. See, that's where this this is going. Religion is going to Ultimately, you're no different. You're the same person, but the devil's a liar. You are a new creation. Amen. But God is divinely aligning some things. Well, not some things, all things. He's, he's putting them in order so that you can come out as pure gold. Amen. Let's go to, uh, let's see, we read Romans 8. Let's go to Second Corinthians 5. So God is doing a work. Amen. He's doing a work. And this is the thing. None of us have arrived. He's doing a continual work in me and you. And this work goes on until that day (laughs) when we work no more. (laughs) Let's see what I say. Second Corinthians. But God is doing a, a, a work inside of us. And, and God doesn't want anybody to feel adopted. Well, we are adopted into the beloved, but he doesn't want you to identify with a natural adoption. Are y'all here today? Amen. You know, you are, uh, uh, and I can prove that because there's a scripture in Psalms that says you're wonderfully and beautifully made. Amen. So he created us. So we're not false children. We're not false. We're not the foe. We're not the fake. <laughs> like the fake news. We're not that. Amen. But we are true sons and gods. We have been adopted into the family of God, but this adoption has blood on it, which changes things. Amen. And that makes you authentic. Now, when you are authentic, why, Why? I believe, okay, why did God give me this this teaching i believe it's because he wants us to understand that there's nothing that he won't do for us that he loves us so much that we are true and authentic children of his you know how people use that term well i'm a, I'm a child of god da, 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 da. it just becomes a, a some type of something just to say but when you truly understand and know that you belong to him that your adoption is sure, that he created you out of dust, and that, you know, when you know that he loves you and that he left his Holy Spirit to, um, to pray for you, to encourage you, to comfort you, to bless you, to take care of us. You know, he left us a babysitter <laughs> and a good one at that, amen. To make sure that we get everything that we need and the the right prayer. Amen. The Holy Spirit, you know, He's he takes care of us he, through Jesus Christ. And so I think God wants us to know how important it is to be led of the Spirit of God. And that you cannot do it unless you understand and know who you are. Amen. Who you are in him. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Let's go there. Okay. it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now what does the devil tell you you know, right after you get born again, he tell you you ain't born again. You're the same old person. Nothing really happened. Devil is a liar. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse eighteen says, Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Hallelujah. That means we've been restored and reconciled. Hallelujah. No record of wrongdoing. Amen. No, there is no record of your wrongdoing. Your previous wrongdoing is not recorded. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. See, we've been restored back to Him. Verse 19 says, That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed us, uh, committed to us the word of reconciliation. Hallelujah. So we have been reconciled back to Him. Amen. In other words, he's exchanged uh, our sins for his righteousness. Isn't that wonderful? See, it's a lot to be led by the Spirit. Amen. I think that's just a phrase we use. I've used it loosely. Didn't know what I was <laughs> talking about. Yeah, we're led by the Spirit of God. But I didn't understand what a change it, it meant, a change on the inside of me. Amen. That there was a change, but not... The change that I totally understood. Amen. I didn't didn't understand that God exchanged my sin for his righteousness. You know? But there's some things we really need to understand to be totally led by God. I didn't understand that God was divinely aligning some things in my life. Hallelujah. I didn't understand that I was a son first and then a servant second. But I was a servant, a son serving. I'm not a servant. I'm a, I am ai was a son serving. Different thing. You know, and it's all the devil. I think he plays with these words and he plays with our minds so that we'll feel lesser. Amen. But you are more. You're more than an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. I know that much. Hallelujah. And you're being conformed. By his holy standards. We're being conformed day by day to his holy standards. Amen. So that we'll think like him and have the mind of Christ. Now, we've been given the mind of Christ. But how many of you knew that when you first got born again? Because you thought the same way. <laughs> but God is renewing our minds day by day. He was renewing us day by day. And he's conforming, conforming us to be more and more like him. And then when these things happen, you can be led by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So being led by the Spirit of God describes the lifestyle of those who are sons of God. This is your lifestyle. Amen. When you say, I'm led by the Spirit of God, I'm a son of God, or I'm a son and we're sons and daughters of God, our lifestyle has to change. Amen. And it speaks of a certain lifestyle without saying. It's not saying what you're supposed to do and not supposed to do. But when you speak of being led by the Spirit of God because I am a son or a daughter of God, that speaks a certain lifestyle. Amen? Hallelujah. And I think what goes on in this lifestyle is when people see you, they wonder, what happened to you? (laughs) <laughs> anybody ever experienced you're not the same person or something about you you know that's that's your character that's what being led by the spirit of god is you are a definite son and daughter of god when people want to know what happened to you you're different what church you go to you hear that one where you go to church i don't want to come but where you go where do you go? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So everything that God is doing to us, he's doing on the inside so that there's a certain quality that he's after. And he will get it because I don't care. This is the thing. I don't care how much we miss it. He always gives us a chance to get it right. Isn't that something? He never gives up on us. God loves us with an everlasting love. He doesn't cut us off when we mess up. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He keeps loving us, keeps his hand on us because he's not done with us yet. Paul, in this scripture, well, let me just reflect back to Romans 8, 14, which is being led for as many are as led of God. Paul is giving us encouragement on not to live according to your flesh. That's what this whole thing is about. When you are a son of God, you don't live by your flesh, or you're not led by the flesh, and you want to put to death all the deeds of the flesh. You know we put them to death. Hallelujah! All our sinful appetites, in exchange for a brand new way of living, and we live by the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah! So that we do, uh, we did Second Corinthians. And I think we went to verse 19. That word new means unused and fresh. It also means novel, new form or a new quality because we do have a new quality. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you're led by the spirit of God, we no longer view things according to the flesh. And that's the most important thing I think I can say. Or from an earthly perspective we don't see things from an earthly perspective amen that's why you can read something and it says this and then somebody else read it with a different perspective saying no i didn't say that it said this right here the the writer didn't mean that because that's not what it said it said this over here and somebody else can read it and see hell and damnation but see, that's coming from the inside. Are y'all here today? That that's coming from your perspective and, and how you view things. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, your viewpoint is different because you're looking at things from a different vantage point. And that makes sense? So when you're looking at things from a different vantage point, you'll see things, don't say what you think it says. Say the other thing. <laughs> that's just it's so funny how that happens i love it when god corrects me like that and i'm like well i'm relieved because i thought it said this over here right i'm glad it don't i'm glad that's what it doesn't mean but also that's to cue you to get back in your word your bible get get back on your follow your map (laughs) the bible is your map amen well, I meant to say follow your guide, because the guide is the Holy Spirit, and your map is is the Bible. And this is all, it, it all entails, this is what being led as a spirit means. We don't mean that when we say it. At least we I used to, I do now, but I didn't used to, amen, because I didn't understand everything that it entailed. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, we no longer look at things in the natural There's a deeper meaning and we go after that deeper meaning. Does that make sense? Hallelujah. In other words, we don't see things or estimate a person according to worldly standards. And that's another thing. We don't judge people by worldly standards. Amen. Kanye is born again as far as I'm concerned. Now, I used to think the other thing. Yeah, this is a phase, you know, and it'll be over soon. See, that's the worldly way of thinking. That's why people say that, thinking worldly. But the, the new standard for the sons and daughters of God is welcome to the kingdom of God. Bless you, brother. <laughs> and all those thousand people that got saved at your church last week and the 800 that got saved the week before. Signs and wonders and great and mighty deeds. God used who he want to use. And you know what? He uses people like that to confound the religious people. Hmm. When's the last time I got a thousand saved at one time? It never happened. <laughs> it never happened. Amen. I would like for it, and I'm striving toward that. Amen. But right now, I, I'm in the background, far behind. Amen. But thank God God doesn't judge us for those kind of things. Amen. Hallelujah. He don't judge us. And he don't keep score. (laughs) He don't keep score. But don't think he ain't going to bless that brother for what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. So we don't see things or estimate people according to worldly standards or judgment. We don't judge. Sons and daughters of God don't judge. Why? Because they're led by the spirit. When you're led by the spirit, you're looking for the best. You're not trying to dig into somebody's past. Try to see what they did 15 years ago before they knew Christ. Amen. God don't do that. Hallelujah. He doesn't keep up with that kind of stuff. His sins are washed. Our sins are washed clean. Amen. And I'm so happy that they are. We're new creations. And we don't receive, the important thing is we don't receive bondage again. Sons and daughters of God don't receive bondage that God has pulled them out of. If something happens, if you get sick or if, you know, you have a fire or whatever Bad thing happened. Don't receive that bondage because the devil is going to come and say, you did that and you did that. And that's why that happened. But we don't receive the bondage again. Amen. That's unbelief. People who have unbelief receive bondage again and again. And if you start receiving it, trust me, it's coming back again. Everything that happened, the devil's going to blame you for it. Amen. So plead the blood. I plead the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. Being led by the spirit of God means that you are led in freedom. Amen. The devil cannot impose his rules and regulations on you because you redeemed from the curse of the law. No more are you a part of the law. You don't receive that. Amen. You have liberty. You have liberty. In other words, you are free to operate in self-government. Amen. Self-government. You know how to take care of your own situation. Amen. Hallelujah. You're not full of compulsion anymore. We're not full of compulsion, but we have self-government, amen, where we know how to act. We act according to the word of God. We we act according to who we are. That's what we do because we are sons and daughters of God. Let me look up this. I think I looked up some, although we know the meanings, but, you know, I like to look words up. That word liberty means freedom and independence from uh, oppressive restrictive imposed authority like the law the people in the bible you know the re- the religious people they uh, wanted everybody to line up with the law that's why they didn't like jesus because he he purposely did things healed people whenever he wanted to yeah. amen on sunday because that messed them up. They didn't like it. See, he knew something that we forget, that he had liberty. He was operating in liberty and not under the law. Amen. Now, liberty don't mean you can do what you want to do. Because when you are um, acting out of liberty, you're you're self-governed. You're under self-rule. Under self-rule. And you know you have authority over your actions. In other words, you, you don't have to be afraid that you're going to act crazy or act stupid because you've been delivered and set free of all of that stuff. So liberty is freedom and independence from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority. Amen. It also means, let's see self rule I said that it means sovereignty and civil rights it's part of your civil right that people can't that's why we have all of these first second third amendments you know that people are not paying attention to but those those uh um, the rules are to protect us you know because even the the um, constitution gives um let me see how can I say this The Constitution acknowledges the Bible, and it it acknowledges being born again. It acknowledges those who have self-rule and who can contain that, and those that can't. That's what the the police is for, those that are out of control. But those people who have self-rule, self-domination, The the Constitution even acknowledges that. Amen. The word freedom means the power or right to act or to speak. Amen. Without hindrance or resistance. Free to be who God made you to be. And the word compulsion means that urge to behave in a certain way. Irresistible. An irresistible urge. In other words, compulsion is somebody that's short, short-minded, somebody that's not totally converted, and they act in an impulse. That's compulsion. But when you are free in liberty, when you are led by the Spirit of God, you don't worry about being, compulsion, that, being compulsive because you don't have that anymore. Because God's delivered you, amen, and set you free from all of those things. I just want to go back so we can totally understand the meaning of everything. Amen. So you're in the Holy Spirit's family and you are free. You are. That's what liberty is. You're not bound, but you're free. And when the the devil comes into the picture, he's going to try to take you back and take your liberty from you. Amen. And treat you like you're not born again. And God has rules. There's rules against that. Hallelujah. You've been called to liberty. In other words, you've been called to freedom. Hallelujah. And you don't uh, have to worry about getting in the flesh. You don't have to worry about your flesh. Amen. Now, when you born, you first get born again, sometimes you do concern. That flesh still concerns you. Does anybody know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to go back. And sometimes you might. Uh, fear that you may step out and, and we've all done that amen don't let nobody tell you they haven't they have and so when when you feel like that you know all you need to do is stand in your authority of being born again stand in your authority of who you are in Christ Jesus amen and get back in your word until you feel sure Of who you are. Amen. And your word, the word of God will solidify who you are. And it will give you that confidence. See, because all we need is confidence in God. Confidence that he will not let your foot slip. Amen. Because sometimes that's all we have. (laughs) Amen. Sometimes that's all we have. You think about the missionaries that, that go far away from home. All they have is the Christ inside of them, amen, to keep them under control or, you know, because you're in a different place. You're in a different you're around different people, around different setting. And, you know, anybody might lose it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have the modern conveniences of home. But there is a way that you can operate in the spirit and not in the flesh because your your hope and your dependency is on the Holy Spirit. Amen. And not in yourself. But your hope and your, your, uh, your faith and your dependency. You, in other words, you're dependent on the Holy Spirit to snap you and say, Hey, come back this way. Amen. So in other words, I think being led by the Spirit is uh, mainly not dependent on ourselves. And depending on what God can do for you and what God has already done for us. Amen. Okay, let's go to Galatians 5. It's one of your your favorites. (laughs) Galatians 5 verse, let's do 13. I think I want 18, but let's go to 13. Hallelujah. I think that's where I want to be. I'm not sure. It says, for you, brethren... Have been called to liberty, only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. See when it's the spirit of God leading you you um, you have liberty, but the holy Spirit's going to lead you where you don't get out of out of sorts because God is divinely aligning things on the inside of you where you can trust him to keep you in line. You can trust the Holy Spirit that you won't act crazy. That you there something really did happen on the inside of you. Amen. Change did happen. Hallelujah. So it says um, you've been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. See, when you walk in love, and I don't, I don't think any son or daughter can walk in, be led by the Spirit without walking in love. You're not going to do it because the the spirit of love, that love is what uh, conquers you and changes you and causes you to stay in line. When you walk in love, you've done all of the all of the uh, commandments and there's no law against love. Amen. No law against love. Hallelujah. So let's see. It says, as an opportunity for the flesh. Okay, 14, it says, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. But if you bite and devour one another, beware, lest you be consumed by one another. Amen. You don't want that. That's, that's called trouble in the church. Amen. And you don't want want that but verse 16 talks about walking in the spirit it says i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh amen walk with god for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish hallelujah and God really takes that desire away from you where you only want to do good things. Verse 18, and I'm in Galatians 5, it says, But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. Um, selfish ambitions, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in some past time, um, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. We don't have to worry about that. It says in 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Amen. Hallelujah. In other words, religion can't do nothing about this fruit of the Spirit. It, can, it, it won't like it because it's not in control, but it can't do anything about you walking in love and walking and being led by the Spirit of God. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So, see, when you're in Christ, your, your passions and your desires have been crucified. Amen. So trust the spirit. In other words, don't trust yourself. Trust the spirit of God who leads and guides you into all truth. Amen. Verse 26 says, let us not become conceited. Provoking one another, envying one another. Amen. And that's what the church does. And the church needs to stop. Amen. Hallelujah. And we are living in a time where there's no time for that. There really isn't any time for competition and all of these things. Amen. When you're led by the spirit, you are not under the law. We said that. Because love is the fulfillment of the law Look, when you walk in love, you fulfilled everything you were supposed to fulfill. Amen. And if people don't receive your love, that's on them. Amen. Not on you, because you've done what you're supposed to do. Amen. Yep. God will give you peace (laughs) and set you free. Amen. Hallelujah. So put on the new man. See, there's no reason to keep dragging the old man around. Amen. you walking in love or as best you know how you forgive when you're supposed to. If you don't, you don't let that wrath go to bed with you. Amen. You know, don't go. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't take it to sleep with you, even if you just say just to say it. Lord, I forgive everybody. Say it. It will, be, it will become manifest at some point. But the important thing is saying it, and then God will cause you to mean it and those words to come back to you. Amen? So forgive people even if you don't forgive it in your, feel it in your heart. Forgive them because God said to do it. And he will deliver you and set you free. And if they don't want to receive that that's on them it's not on you amen so put on the new man amen by being renewed in the spirit of your mind look at all walking in the spirit and being led by the spirit starts in your mind it starts in your meat grinder in your in your mind amen it just does if you don't start if you don't change how you think By the washing of the water of the word. That is how you change how you think. And if you don't change how you think, you'll never, you'll never be led by the spirit. You know what, you know what we can mimic? We can mimic walking in the spirit. Y'all know what I'm saying? I'll do what everybody else does. It's better than not doing nothing. Amen. But at some point, God will grab your heart. And change things on the inside of you. Amen. Well, you will, well, you will fulfill the law, you know, until you start to walk in love. Amen. Amen. I think we did verse 18, right? Y'all don't know. Oh, okay. Y'all know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Amen. So in other words, we know that there's no, um, There's no reason why we have to follow our flesh, because God delivers us and sets us free. And so now we, what do you do? You walk after the spirit. Amen. In other words, you live out of your new creation man. He's in there. Amen. See, this is what we do. We punish ourselves. We go by how we feel too much. Do you know you can feel a certain way, but, but think a different way? Ms. Tassay, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> okay, you agree. <laughs> okay. You can feel, and, and it took me a while to figure this one out. You can feel like I'm still mad, but when you get confronted by something that happened back then, you find out I'm not mad at all. You ever had that happen to you? Sometimes you just have to walk into it and face it. See, what we do is we try to neglect or negate running into the person or visiting, revisiting the situation that caused us hurt and pain. Are y'all here or am I just out in the woods? And so what we do is we avoid these things. But if we meet things head on, we find out we are not mad, man. And some people say, I forgive, but I won't forget. No such thing. Those people are like crazy. Amen. Cause you can't do it. Amen. And they've never had anybody to tell them, you crazy. Cause that don't work. Because I'm going to tell you something. You can have a, a great hurt that you can be hurt to the core. And it, and when God get done with you, it'll feel like it never happened amen it's like it never happened amen and so we start to operate out of this new man and see a lot of times this has happened to us we don't even realize it amen until you confront it with that person that you haven't seen in years and then you say oh okay i was kind of glad to see them yeah haven't that ever happened to you yeah. not yet they look like uh-uh That ain't happened to me <laughs> it will <laughs> I mess with my little peanut gallery out there. But it will. And it takes some, It, it you know, you got to press into God. You know, the people in the kingdom press. Amen. That's the only way you make it. You must press and suffer violence. Amen. <clears throat> what is that, Chuck, you say, uh, down but not out? And what's that other one? Yeah. Sheree for God. But you know what I'm saying, all of those down you down, but you're not pressed, but whatever. But you are still here. And God is getting you from glory to glory. He's blessing you and encouraging you. Amen. He's carrying you, although we don't realize it. He is carrying us. Hallelujah. And eventually you bump into your new man, your new creation man. And he's, he's full of righteousness and holiness. That's you and that's me. Amen. Did y'all bump into him yet? They smiling, but they didn't say anything. <laughs> if you haven't, you will. Amen. You'll no longer walk concerning your former conduct. You'll, you'll n- n- you, you won't bump into your old business. God is good. He takes the old stuff that you've been delivered and he don't even let you meet back up with it. Amen. They looking forward to that. <laughs> is that good? Okay. All right. Now you won't, you won't bump into your old mess. He's, he's, you know, he's merciful. Amen. And so you sitting up worried about going to a, uh, what is that, a, um but it's been 50 years for me what is it graduation and you you worried about who you gonna run into god won't let you run into that stuff amen he just won't because he is such a good god amen ephesians 4 hallelujah 50 years that's what they wrote on the thing Ephesians 4, verse 22. Hallelujah. It says, well, let's go to um, 18. Well, let's just do 17. It talks about the new man. This I say, therefore... And testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of your mind. Amen. See, they have small minds. You don't have a small mind. You have the mind of Christ. So get hip to that and start living like it. Having their understanding darkened. Being alienated. From the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. Who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to to work all uncleanliness and greediness. I ain't mean to read all of that. What scripture did I want? 22. Okay. Anyway, it says, but you have not so learned Christ if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth. Is in Jesus is the truth is in is in Jesus. Yeah, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. He don't get any better. He get worse as time goes on. That's why you got to kill him. You can't keep him. See, let me tell you, sometimes he gives you like little friendly conversations, conversations. And he gives you nice little friendly, uh, how can I say this? His, he knows how to keep your attention. He'll start off small and tell you some things about people. And it's very informative. And then you keep on listening and keep on listening. And before you know it, you're in a big mess. So what you have to do is cut off your former conduct. That's what this Bible is saying. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to that conversation that's up here. Amen. Cut it off. Shut it down. Pray in tongues. Do something. But stop listening to that. Because I'm telling you that that information is wrong. Amen. It's wrong because it's coming out of an old mindset. It's, come, it's not coming out of a renewed mind. And so that information will mess you up because it's not real. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. And so what we have to do is um, kick him out and start to live out of your new creation, man. Amen. That's bored. Oh, he's. I'm bored. I don't have nobody to talk to. But you don't have to listen to crap all the time people who listen to that is, are miserable people they are miserable and their their aim is to make your life miserable i'm telling you because they refuse to let go and they want to take down as many people as they can because they're too lazy to get in their word and renew their mind in the word of god and it happens amen So in other words, when you have a renewed mind, you have a new character. I'm going to sit down. You have a new character. Your character is different. It's not the same. Amen. It's a new character, new thought. You encourage more. You encourage other people. Amen. A new mindset causes change. Hallelujah. And we start to operate out of it when you get tired of being beat up and oppressed hallelujah in other words when you get a renewed mind you start that's when you start to operate out of truth and knowledge amen hallelujah the spirit and holy spirit is the spirit of truth he won't let you stay stupid and keep receiving negativity amen through your own mind and through other people's mouths he will not do that to you. Amen. So you have to know how to trust. Trust the Holy Spirit, amen. Because He is the Spirit of truth. I wrote down here John sixteen five. I don't remember what that was, but we'll go back to that. Uh, just um write down Romans twelve two. We all know that one by heart. To be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's when divine alignment comes into your life. God is aligning our bodies. In other words, he's aligning our body's development. That's what I should say. Amen. Does that make sense? So he is aligning your body's development so that you can press toward the mark of the high calling. Amen. Without trouble. You know, because living in the kingdom should be a breeze. And it is. Because um, Ephesians 119, if you write that down, it says the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Amen. Being enlightened so that you'll know the hope and the calling of Christ Jesus. You can't get all this stuff straightened out if your mind is twisted. And we've all had twisted minds. Amen. But once you start leaning towards truth, hallelujah, then you can walk in the spirit and be led by the spirit. It's, it's, it takes work. It's not as easy as we say it. No, I'm just, I'm just following the spirit. I'm just led by the spirit, but it takes work because you know why you got to let go of some stuff. And the thing that you have to let go of is how you used to think. That's the biggest thing that you got to let go. Cuz you know, we're we're comfortable listening to that same voice that gives us feeds us our information. We're comfortable with that voice. But being led by the spirit of God cuz you're a son or a daughter of God, you got to be uncomfortable with that voice and ready to hear the voice of the spirit which tells you don't do that. Do that. Go over here. Don't go over there. Turn this corner. Don't turn that corner. Talk to him. Don't share Christ with him. Got to be ready for that. Share Christ with that one that you don't want to talk to. Amen. Gotta, We have to follow. That's how we, we wind up in bad situations. Because we don't follow the spirit. But yet and still we say you know i'm led by the spirit of god you know because i'm a son or a daughter but we have to really it's it's our minds we have to really work on how we think amen okay let's go to uh john 16:5 let's see what that says i should say let's go back to john John 16, verse 5. Hallelujah. Okay, let's see. And it talks about the work of the Holy Spirit. It says, but now I go away to him. This is Jesus speaking. I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask me where you're going. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. See, he didn't, they didn't want him to leave, amen, but it was expedient for him to go. It was for him, for them, that he leaves, amen. And so it says in verse 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, hallelujah, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and right and of righteousness and of judgment. Hallelujah. So now that's the work of the Holy Spirit, to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Verse 9 says of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see me no more. And of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot hear from them. Not You cannot bear them now. See, they weren't ready. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. Verse 13, I ever When he, the Holy Spirit of truth has come, he will guide into he will guide you into all truths for he will not speak on his own authority. Hallelujah. It says, but what whatever he he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. In other words, the Holy Spirit only speaks what the father tells him to say. Would it be wonderful to be like that? I'm not going to talk unless the Lord tell me to talk. (laughs) Verse 14. He will glorify me and he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Wow. And all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Wow. In other words, everything that Jesus possessed. The Holy Spirit is going to make sure that we get it. It's taken from him and given to us. All power, all authority, all um, dominion, you know, all strength, everything that it takes to survive in the kingdom, the power of binding and loosing, everything was taken from him and given to us by the Holy Spirit. Holy, Holy Spirit makes sure that we have in it in that wonderful let's see how how far am i going here let's see how far am i going here where where did i leave off 15 oh yeah okay Hmm. You, you all are paying attention okay let's go to 16. it says a little while you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me because I go to the Father. And some of his disciples uh, said among themselves, "What is this that he say to us? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and, you, and you will, and you will see me because I go to the Father." In other words, they said, "What's up with that? You know, <laughs> me. And they said, therefore, what is this that he say? A little while. And do you, and do you know what he is saying? They looking at each other like, no, I don't know what he is saying. Amen. (laughs) I really don't. Verse 19, now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. And he said to them, are you inquiring, are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. And a little while, and you will see me. Most assuredly I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice, and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. In that wonderful Hallelujah. A woman when she is in labor, and this is I like this. When she is in labor has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she is given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy. Amen. <laughs> for joy uh, that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore, you now have sorrow. But I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy um No one can take from you. Amen. And in the day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the father in his name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy might be full. Isn't that wonderful? Hallelujah. I'm going to stop right there. You can read it at home. And the rest of it. But I'm telling you, God is so, the Holy Spirit is the head of this thing. You know, we don't, good thing, we don't have to figure all of this out. All we have to do is follow the Spirit. Follow the Spirit. You know, we don't have to um, use our strength or our unknowing or however you want to put it. We don't have to do that to try to figure this thing out. God's got this gospel all figured out, Amen. All we need to do is obey the word of God. In other words, use our roadmap. This is our roadmap, and follow our guide, the Holy Spirit, and we will just be fine, Amen. But we must renew our minds in the word of God. You have to renew your mind. We cannot be sons and daughters and do uh, an effective job for God and not renew. Our minds. We have to change how we think. Information coming in has to be processed in the right way. Amen. You can't think the way. This, you can't think on the world's standards. I'll give you a good example. The Bible says by Jesus stripes we were healed. But I'm sick. I'm in pain. You got to know. You got to trust and believe that word. In spite of pain. In spite of. Whatever evidence, see your, the worldly evidence has no authority over you. Amen. Cause you don't live in that realm. It has no authority over you. That's why faith, the law has nothing to do with faith. You know, what's that, what's that term? Faith is, um, the, faith is above the law. Faith is above the law. Amen. You know, whatever the doctors report saying the natural, faith is above that. Amen. I don't care if you ain't there yet. Faith is still above that and you will get there. All you got to do is just keep trusting God. Keep following after God and you will get there. Amen. And don't quit. Hallelujah. Ephesians one 9 let Let's go there. Let's go back there. I wanted to. I didn't have that written down, but. I like that scripture, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, and because it, it has a lot to do with what we're talking about. So that you may know the hope of your calling in Christ Jesus, and we need to know that. That's so essential. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1:19. Of course, I want to go back to 18 or let's see, 17. And it that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Amen. And this means that he just opens up the gifts to us. Gift of healing, gift of discernment, gifts. He opens up the gifts. Amen. To us. And you have wisdom, revelation, revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling that are in. Wait a minute. Hope of his calling. What are the riches? What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power. According to the working. Of his, you see how the Holy Spirit has everything under control? I want to read 19 again. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? His exceeding greatness. You know, to me, that says everything. And in that exceeding greatness is all you need. All you could ever need. All you will ever become. Everything. Is in his exceeding greatness. Hallelujah. Amen. I just love that. Greatness goes to those who believe. Greatness goes to those that believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Greatness goes to those that believe. I just have a few notes to read. And I'm going to. Read it, and then I have Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm, verse 6 at the end. But let's just read what I have down here. When you don't pay attention to your guide, you get lost. Amen. Hallelujah. The comforter leads and guides us. When you don't pay attention to the guide, you get lost. So stay with your roadmap. that's the Bible, and stay with your guide, the Holy Spirit, which is in charge of your destiny. So in other words, you don't have to worry about plan A, plan B, plan C. See, this ought to speak to us and tell us we're not in charge, and we don't need to be in charge. We need to relinquish our power into the Holy Spirit. Because it's all worked out. Everything we need is worked out. Amen. Everything that we need. I don't care what it is. If it's a shoe. God's got it. Hallelujah. But all we need to do is submit to that authority and follow your destiny. Well, I I want to find my destiny. Well, be led by the Spirit. You'll run right into it. There's no way you can miss it. Amen. Uh, the plans and the purposes for your life is wrapped up in being led by the Spirit. You'll, In other words, you'll get where you need to be if you follow the Holy Spirit. Follow that still small voice that's on the inside of you. It's on the inside of every person who is born again. The Holy Spirit will lead and guide you into all truths. We read that in John 16. Relationship with the Holy Spirit is important. Now, we know about the relationship with the Father. We know about relationship with Jesus. But the relationship with the Holy Spirit is equally as important because he does the work. Amen. Don't you want to be, don't you want to have a relationship or or know the man that has the keys? (laughs) you know, which may be the custodian of the building, you know, but he does the work and and you want to know him. Amen. So he can unlock some, some things for you. Amen. That was a bad example, but you know what I mean. Hallelujah. So do you know the language of the Holy Spirit? That's good. The language. See, the Holy Spirit has a language. Do you know his language? In other words, do you know when he's speaking to you, there's a a voice that comes and, and it's he's speaking to you for your own personal edification. Put it like that. Then there's that voice that's speaking to you to keep you out of danger. There's that voice that gives you some wisdom and some revelation so you'll have some knowledge into what is going on around you. And then there's that voice that wants to comfort you. You, He has a language. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? We need to get to know all of his languages. Do you know the language of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Because he speaks to all of us in that way. He doesn't just speak to us in one way, but he speaks to all of us in the language that he uses that we're we're, uh, familiar with. Amen. Do you recognize the voice? That speaks to you daily. Amen. Do you know his rhythm and his timing? The Holy Spirit has a rhythm and he has that specifically with you. Amen. He talks specifically with you in that rhythm. Amen. Do you recognize that rhythm? You know how sometimes you can just be fooling around or whatever, just thinking about something. And then you stop and think, you say, that was the Holy Spirit that ever happened to you. It's happened. Amen. So he has a rhythm and a language that we need to get familiar with. Amen. Hallelujah. So you have to recognize his voice. The sons of God have a relationship with the Holy Spirit where we obey and recognize his voice. And then we are led. You know, you're not just out there just being led by something, but you have to know the rhythm, the language, that, that, um, that certain attitude. You know how, um, you know, there's a, you know how the anointing fills the room, feel where the, the Holy Spirit getting knowledge from him is similar to that, where it's special between you and him and you know that's him talking to you. And you start to understand that he's telling you no, or he's saying, yes, you know, go and do that. Do you know his rhythm and his language? Very important. Hallelujah. If I were you, I'd write these things down and just go over them with the Holy Spirit and and just worship him and and, um, just get to know him. Let him love on you. To the point where you'll start to understand his rhythm and his language, and you may know it already. Sometimes he teaches us his rhythm and language, and we don't even know it. But we're familiar with it. You ever, does that make sense? You know it when it comes. You know what it is. Amen. Hallelujah. So stop depending on theory. See, this is why he has a rhythm, a language. He has a, uh, some type of, uh, timing. That we'll learn and that's so we'll stop depending on theories and formulas and step uh, plan B and C. If this don't work, I'll do that. And if that don't work, I can fall back on this person. When the Holy Spirit has everything planned out for us. Amen. Hallelujah. We, you know, he wants us to be on point in every way so that we'll know it's him and and guard your life. Hallelujah. And so he'll start to let you know see this is important. I know people are you know aren't saying much and that's okay. But this is important because you know how religion will try to fool you and then you get off on a tangent and think it's God and it ain't, and then you get sober in your mind and you find out it wasn't God. That's why you have to learn his language, his rhythm, his timing. Are y'all here today? It's very important that you won't go off and follow the wrong thing. I've had experiences where something seemed like it was the Holy Spirit and it wasn't until I learned how he speaks to me. He has a pattern for me. My pattern and rhythm and timing may not be yours with him because you develop your own relationship with him. But you have to get used to how he works with you. Amen. And you learn that by being submitted. You have to be submitted. You can't be, you know, the type of person that uh, is headstrong. I mean, that's all good. But learn to submit to the power and the authority of the Lord. Amen. And let the Holy Spirit tell you what's real, what ain't. Because gossip don't work in this kingdom. Because it will lead you somewhere else. Because let me tell you what I have found out. Everybody is wrong. Everybody is wrong. God is only right. Amen. So the other stuff don't matter. Amen. When it all is said and done, it doesn't matter. Amen. But you don't have to live anymore by opinions or these generational ideas. Mama did, and Daddy too, and I'm gonna do it too. And you know, old they call it old wives' tales. The Bible tells you don't believe in them. Amen. Not good for you. And so instead of doing that, we can yield to the Holy Spirit of promise and he will guide and lead us. Amen. The way we should go and we'll learn his language and forget about what mama did and what daddy did. Now, some of that stuff is good. I admit, you know, because they had a good way of of, uh, rearing children and, you know, because the stuff that they're doing today. It's just sad. But, um, you know, they, they they missed the mark on some things, but not many. But still, we have to be open to God. Amen. And to what he is doing. Hallelujah. So don't pay attention to old wives tales. But we live by the spirit and walk in the spirit. And that's far above what any man think, can say, or feel. Because his information is solid and true. Amen. He leads you into all truths. Let's go to Psalm 23. Hallelujah. Psalm 23, verse 6. Familiar passage. Hallelujah. Verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. How? With the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, this is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in action. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Hallelujah. So there's always good in listening to the Holy Spirit, but being led, being a son of God is a lot. It's not just something you just pick up and start doing You can, because you may feel like you're being led. Sometimes you're not. Amen. But God is divinely aligning some things in our life where we'll know that we know that we know that the Holy Spirit is involved and he is leading and guiding us into all truths, and we're supposed to know the difference. Amen. And we will know the difference. Because God doesn't want to do anything without us. You know, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, when he was preparing them for his absence, he laid it all out to him. And he was pretty much saying, I need to go so the Holy Spirit can come and lead you and guide you into all truths. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is the third person of God, but it He gets kind of pushed back. You know, when they, people receive tongues, they think that's all, it's over you've gotten all you can get from the Holy Spirit. But that's just the beginning of his words. Amen. Amen. So he's the one that leads and guides and teaches us how to be led by the Spirit of God and work for the Lord while it's yet day. Amen. All right. We'll close. Father, we do thank and praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. And we lift you up in the name of Jesus. We praise you. And we bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we just worship you. We just give you more worship, more praise, because you're so deserving, Lord God.